Charm Diamond Centers. Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to say 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm Diamond Centers. Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love. Charm Diamond Centers. 0% interest financing, trade-up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. To Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour straight hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and Bag Milk starts now. Oilers Nation Radio episode 218, Bag Milk, Tyler, Rick, Dan. Just like the intro said, gang's all here. We're ready. Squad up. It's a Thursday edition of Oilers Nation Radio because tomorrow we golfing. Are Oilers we dropping this today or I thought I was going to drop it tomorrow? Well, we'll tell them it's Thursday. Okay, sure. Otherwise, I'm going to keep saying it's Thursday and that gets released on Friday, which is fine. Maybe like first thing Friday morning, people can wake up to a nice surprise. Yeah, for their commute. Yeah. There you go, everybody. Hey, good morning. I'm coming for that. I'm coming for that truck. I hope you've been practicing. Fuck you, Rick. (laughs) So are you golfing tomorrow, Rick? Yeah, buddy. If you don't know what they're talking about, tomorrow is the Weathers Nation Open. It is our annual golf tournament. And Tyler has got the nation truck up for grabs if you get a hole in one on one of the par threes. Tyler, how are you feeling about it? Not good. Back to you. I've got <laughs> big dreams, big hopes. Rick, I'll tell you my plan. I'm going to yes, hear, please. I'm going to hear screaming. I can feel it already. And there's going to be cheering. And I'll be like, oh, somebody got one. And then I will jump off my cart wherever I am on the course. And I will sprint from hole to hole live on the nation's social media accounts until I find Tyler and get his first reaction on losing his truck. I now believe that you are going to do this as a prank at some point. We'll see. We'll see. I might. I might not. You may have a truck. You may have not. Doesn't matter. Tomorrow, Weather's Nation Open. If you didn't put a team in for today's tournament, because this is released on Friday morning and definitely not recorded on (laughs) Thursday afternoon. tells me you're not going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you missed the tournament. We're going to start off as we always do on the podcast with our delicious debate for our friends at Oodle Noodle. 17 locations and counting. I heard they've got a location opening up behind enemy lines in Calgary very soon. Calgary, you're welcome. We have to do everything for you, including sending you delicious noodles. Good? Good. Shout out to our friends DoorDash as well. It's Thursday. Maybe you want to watch Friends on Netflix and you want to order a little oodle noodle in? Get it done. Tyler, delicious debate time. What you got? Well, if you didn't hear, the Calgary Flames made another big splash earlier on this morning, signing Nazem Kadri to a seven-year contract that carries a $7 million AAV. If you want a little bit of background on Nazem Kadri, he was born on October 6, 1990, meaning he is about to turn 32 years old, which means this contract will carry him through his 38-year-old season. Yes. Yes, it will. Don't question it. That's correct. Last season, (laughs) last season, he put up 87 points in 71 games with the Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche, tacking on a handful more in the playoffs. Waits for computer to load 15 points in 16 games. However, that regular season for Kadri was the first time in his career he's ever been above a point per game. That all ties into today's delicious debate, which is are the Calgary Flames better than they were last season? I think they're, I think there's even Steven. That would be my answer. Is that an answer? Am I allowed to say even? Because that's a, weak, what, that's a weak option. What? Okay. 
Okay. Let's take a side of the fence here. Or, well, I, I have a hard time with it because forwards, not as good. I don't think not as much firepower, not as much firepower up front, but the defense got better. Yeah. Good. Branson out. Uyghur in. That's an upgrade on defense. So like, that's what I'm saying. Even Steven may be at best. So my angle on this is I don't think they are a better team. I've had to, I've had three chances now because we talked about this on real life and then I did a YouTube video on it. So this is now my third crack at this question. I think they are not <laughs> as good. Fair. I think they're not as good, but they have a better chance at beating the Oilers. That is my stance. Yeah, that's fair. They definitely went after a, uh, They took an opportunity to fill or try and fill the holes that hurt them against the Oilers. So they definitely specifically went out to like build against us, mm -hmm. but no, there's no, I don't think they're a better team at all uh, than they were. Um, did he do a great job? Yeah. You know what? The cards he was dealt this summer, uh, fantastic, fantastic job of what he was, what he was doing, but just simply they're not a better team right now. They got beat by the stars last year by the, by the top end players and they've reduced those top end players. They don't have the same type of talent up top and, they're, they're not what they were last year. Dan, what do you think? Well, I mean, yeah, for me, the, the moves were, you know, made necessary uh, against them. And so, you know, looking at that, it's an unforced issue for them. Uh, and Tree Living's done a really good job of uh, something screaming. What is squeaking? Beeping? My laptop. <laughs> I've waited to speak for like what five minutes of the episode. I start speaking and bag milks a laptop freaks out. That was, is that going to blow up? Okay. Anyways, dad, continue with your point. Wow. That what it's back. <laughs> I'm just not going to speak. It's okay. Laptop. I want to stop. <laughs> I, no, uh, I can't even I, hear anything. Okay. Continue your point, Dan. I just think that, uh, you know, it truly did an, an admirable job with the cards that he was dealt. Yeah. Uh, the signing of Huberto sight unseen with any kind of chemistry on your team was weird to me. Uh, the Nazim Kadri signing feels like they just waited out the Islanders and the Islanders couldn't get anything done. And so Kadri was like, oh, well, I'm going to go to Calgary then, uh, which is, you know, good for them. Uh, but when I look at that team, you know, shipping out Monaghan on the back end, they gave up a first round pick to do so. Uh, I don't think that that team moved the needle enough to say that they're that much better. I just, I think their defense is going to be tight. Uh, they're they're going to win a lot of two, one games. Yeah. Yeah. Sutter oh yeah. I agree with that. That was going to be an issue. Two, one games. That was going to be an issue, whether you had Kachuk and Gaudreau or you had Huberto and, and uh, Kadri. Now it's, that's a, that's a, a common thing for the Calgary flames. If you score, like there won't more be than any those goals, nine, you win. There won't be any of those nine, six games against us in the spring again this year. That's for damn sure. And also in part because the Oilers goaltending got better. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to yeah, say, Tyler, sure. is that, is that you look at, if you look at our series and you say that the Oilers won the series four to one, uh, maybe the addition of Uyghur, and Hubert O makes them better by one game, but then you have to say that the Oilers got better with Campbell instantly. So, you know, head to head, I don't think it's that big of a move. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that, that the Oilers and the flames are now, you know, in that conversation with the top teams in our division, which are in our conference, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I just don't say that they did that much better. Yeah, I, I think you can sit here and applaud Bradtree living for what he did with his job on the line, while at the same time, not just buying into the hype because it's flashy, right? When you sit there and you're like, whoa, Kadri, whoa, Huberto, whoa, Uyghur, so good. But then it's also very easy to sit there and be like, okay, well, Lindholm scored 40 plus goals because he got to play on a great line with Kachuk and Goudreau, two legitimate high-end play-driving offensive weapons. And now he's not going to have that luxury anymore. Even if he's playing with Huberto, who's great, some would argue, maybe not quite even on the level of Johnny Goudreau, but still great, he's not going to have the same help on the other wing. And if you check down a line, you know, maybe Mangiapane and Kadri are this great duo, but Mangiapane also scored 35 goals. I don't know if he has much more room to grow upwards. Like, a lot broke right for the flames last season. And again, tree living did a very, very good job, but I think the people who are just jumping on this whole, Oh, they're way better than last year. Uh, the grit and this and that. Ah, I think it's just sort of buying into the off season height. It's PR. It's yeah. really just a public relations move to keep talking about how great. And like, I've heard flames fans say they rebuilt this team in the off season before they got Kadri, which is a fantastic 
uh, fantasy to live out, but it's just not the case. But you know what? Like you said, Tyler, it's just talk in the off season. When the, when the puck is at play again, we will see the the results. The annoying thing is we're only going to see the flames three times this year. I, that's so dumb. Hey, it's, so, it's ridiculous. You had the best playoff series in quite some time. Exciting yeah. shooting the lights out. Both teams hated each other. The fan bases do too. And three games. I'm not saying going back to the old Northwest division where you had to just stack them up and play seven, eight times, but like three against Calgary. Can't you cut one out from the Eastern conference somewhere? You know, doesn't make any sense. That's- it's pretty stunned when you knew and you saw what what kind of hype machine a five game series that wasn't all that competitive did for that for that rivalry. I do give Tree Living a ton of credit though for getting as much done in a summer where it looked like that ship was sinking. Like the fact that he got Huberto, Uyghur, and Kadri to replace what went out. Yeah. How could you not give him some credit? Oh, hundred percent. Like we were talking to Princey on real life. He's in the office today. And I said three months ago or two months ago, if someone would have told you Goudreau, Kachuk, both gone, what are the percentage chances that you would have thought you were going to be happy with the off season? It's like a oh, 1%. Yeah. And it's like, well, are you happy right now? hundred percent. Like the way he was able to, again, it's PRE right now, the way it's like, oh yes, we're, we're running it back with a new group and like, oh, we're going to be so good. Cup contenders, all this. That is great for now. I'm just saying over the course of 82 games, they lost some offensive firepower. Their blue line is going to be better, but it wasn't a problem last season. And their goaltending still going to be really, really, really good. So I don't know. They're slightly worse in my opinion. And I think that's probably a fair take. It's just going to be also, it's going to be interesting to see. (laughs) There's always, especially in the first year of a new contract, when you sign a monster deal, there's the pressure to live up to it. Oh yeah. And both guys, Huberto and Kadri and presumably Uyghur, if he does extend, there's going to be pressure on them to perform new team, new city. A lot of those guys they probably haven't played with before. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it easy. How do they sign Weger after all this? Unless uh, they're getting him for a smoking good value. Well, there is obviously the Monahan deal that's going to help things, right? The uh, yeah, and actually, let's lump that into here as well. Nick Kiprios is reporting that there's still some haggling on what year the first round pick is going to be. But in order to fit in Kadri, you had to give up a first round pick to get rid of Monahan. That's an extra asset here. On top of having to pay a guy seven by seven, you had to give up a first in this deal. So I think that is worth mentioning in this conversation. But assuming they get rid of Monaghan and his $6.375 million cap hit, they will have about $2.5 million in cap space. So with Uyghur, you can extend him now and it doesn't kick in till next offseason when, again, with Monaghan off the books, you're going to have about $10.1 million in cap space next summer. Interesting. Fair enough. Like they, they, yeah, they could extend Uyghur now and not have to worry about it until next season is my point. Also, some talk that they might be itching to trade uh, Milan Lucic. Princey was talking about that. <laughs> well, sure they do. <laughs> like, yeah. to whom? I know Princey said the Bruins, but like, I don't know. Is the Bruins goal to just go back to 2011? Like, is that the it goal? Seems like it seems they like they turned the clock around as soon as Sweeney was showing the door. Sweeney? Sweeney. Uh, Cassidy. No, uh, Cassidy yeah. was showing the door. All of a sudden, the Bruins of old are showing back up and they're all on value contracts. And Lucic Although, is not a value contract. No. And also... <laughs> Like they got back like Patrice Bergeron signing with the Bruins for like one or two million dollars or whatever it is. Like he just won the Selkie last year. It's a ridiculously good deal. And the Bruins are still over the salary gap. Like they're not cap compliant right now. Give us Taylor Hall back. I think I'm saying. <laughs> we ain't got the we ain't got the cap problem or the cap space either right now. Well, my friend, then we should probably talk about some other rumors that are circling. Today on Spicy Meatballs. Today on Oilers Now. Hang on, I'm going to find the tweet here so I can read it exactly. Today on Oilers Now, Gene Principe said that Patrick Kane is plan one for Edmonton and Phil Kessel is plan B up front. Now, I'm no mathematician. That's Tyler's job. But even if the Blackhawks retain 50% of Patrick Kane's salary, that's still five and a quarter. Uh, yes, 5.25 million would be his cap it. You have to trade Barry and Fogel then. Huliarvi and Fogel. Huliarvi and Fogel would be 5.75. 
that would work. But you still got the Simon Cloud. Yeah, good point. <laughs> it's very inflow. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's just it's a really tough. It deal doesn't to work. work. Unless, I don't see how it works at all. Unless you get like a third team in there to keep even more money, but then you're giving up assets to get that third team in there. It's there's so many hoops to jump through to potentially get Patrick Kane on this team. Also keeping in mind, he has a full no movement clause. So he needs to agree to come to Edmonton. Well, that's going to happen when Sam Gagne comes and gives him the call and says, Hey, let's reunite the band. Let get Andre, get Andre Kostitsin on the private jet and let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, like it, it's such a big stretch. And again, you'd have to be giving up probably like Puligarvi Fogel to make the money work. And then a first, probably another pick and probably a prospect to get the season the full season of Patrick Kane. We're not talking about a deadline deal here to get the full season of Patrick Kane. And I just sit there and I look at the way this Oilers team is constructed. And I'm going, if you are going to give up that much for one season of Patrick Kane, just go and give up. Maybe if it's a hair more, just go give up a hair more and get three seasons of Jacob Chikrin. That's an area you actually yeah. need. Yes, Patrick Kane, that's awesome. But if I gave you $10 to go to the grocery store right now and said you have to eat two meals on that, you wouldn't buy $10 worth of M&Ms. You don't know that. You shouldn't buy $10 <laughs> worth of M&Ms. <laughs> you should that buy two boxes of dinners. Like you get something you need, damn it. Like you don't need... Kane would be great, but you don't need Kane. You need defensemen. That's just like in uh, on Saturday morning, Jay woke up in our hotel room in Toronto, opened the fridge, looking for a coconut water. I moved it because I had Lunchables stacked up waiting for me for breakfast. So don't tell me how to spend my money. I thought you were going to say Jay went in there looking for a coconut water as he was hungover and just grabbed a beer. And that's what the Oilers would be doing if they got Patrick Kane. They'd be waking <laughs> up going, ah, I need to rehydrate. Or I could just get drunk again and you go acquire Patrick. Best way to avoid that. a hangover is to get back on the horse. That's what I say. Sure. It's true. Double it's Caesar. True. Delish. Uh, Sets just, the tone. I The cane thing, it's headline grabbing and it's awesome. But like, come on. Like, Dan, Rick, do either of you buy it? No, I I think it's, I think it's fine to just, to me, you know, keep, keep the cane conversation going because the only way it's going to work is at the deadline, like the last minute of the deadline. So that you still need the penny space, has been retained by, Oh yeah, for sure. There's going to be things that are going to happen over the season though, with this team that is going to move things around and adjust all that, or they can make moves in mid season. But I think but that that's the need, only you time you do that because we start in LTIR. We don't get that whole. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, no cruel. It's all, it's, yeah. you know, one eighth of 5 million because it's one eighth of the season left because we're in LTIR. It's the whole damn thing. So we need 5 million now, or we need 5 million then it's not Fair happening enough. unless, unless they make a bigger trade. And I don't think, um, you gotta give at least, you gotta get pulled the RV at least half a season to, uh, to, to see if he can get back to what he was in the first 28 games last year. What if you, you, you could find that player again, then he's extremely valuable to you more valuable than one year of, say Patrick Kane or even 45 games with Patrick Kane. For our friends at cornerstoneinsurance.ca, they present all of the products that you could ever hope for, auto, residential, commercial, life insurance, anything you need. They're there for you. Get a quote, submit a claim. You do it all on the website. And citizens of the nation get themselves a nice little discount. Again, that is cornerstoneins.ca. Since we're talking about additions, boys, then what do you make of this tweet from one Robert Stoffer? Brilliant recovery from a difficult situation by NHL Flames GM Brad Treliving with additions of now of Kadri to go along with Huberto and Uyghur. Battle of Alberta arms race fully on. Neither team is done gearing up. What do you know, Bob? What do you know? Ben Harper PTO. <laughs> Again, I like his music too, but I don't see how he helps on the ice. <laughs> I, I honestly, well, I don't know he's, what you could mean. He's referring to like mid season moves. Like there, he obviously he's, he likes to create a conversation. Now it brings in, um, listeners to his show. That's the whole point of this for him. Um, hence a lot of these guys that say whatever on Twitter and have people like bark back at him for whatever reason, they're just creating a conversation. The more people they've interacting with them, the more they're going to the pages, the more relevant they stay in their own jobs. It's just, you know what? Neither team is going to be in April with the exact same roster they have right now. That's all you can actually do. Do you think then that, you know, outside of maybe signing McLeod, obviously going to move somebody out, probably Fogel, maybe Fogel. Do you think the weather's pretty much set then ahead of October? Yeah, I can see the Barry move coming in to, uh, to help with the Fogel and therefore maybe a Gagne and a right-handed defenseman at that point, but nothing more than that. You're going to get nothing. You're not going to get a $3 million player and you're going to get 
uh, McLeod in a, a million, maybe a million and a half at very most. If you get a, uh, like a Gagne in there too, you move out of Barry, you bring in a $2 million defenseman that, uh, that can kind of play that shutdown right side a little bit better. And that's, and that's the most you're going to get from here on in. According to Handsome Tom, friend of everybody, Tom Gazzola, he's talking about the smoke surrounding Sam Gagne. We've been talking about him a little bit. 33 games away from 1,000 for young Samwise. It's amazing he's only 33, despite the fact that he's been around 100 years. Dan, what's your take on potentially having Sam Gagne back for a third tour duty? I missed a lot of this. I don't know where it came from. It's just kind of out of left field for me. Uh, he posted like, a, he posted like a picture on yeah. Instagram the other day on a, in his sauna or something like that or his right. whatever the hell with an Oiler T-shirt dropped uh, right dropped over it, but only like the bottom half of the logo showing as in some sort of "Hey, I'm coming <laughs> back" type of WWE spoiler type of thing. Between between like the you know, Oilers nation trying to get hella buck this summer. And then we were, we were in on getting Kane's money lowered. I feel like everybody else has been doing PR about how great their team is. And we've just been meddling with all kinds of little things here and there. Uh, the, I like, I love the idea of bringing in Sam Gagne again for a third tour. It just has to make sense for the team. He's better than drew or Drew shore. He's better than Devin shore. Uh, in my opinion, at this moment, uh, come in, maybe that's in a PTO and show it. And then, uh, and I think the proof is in the pudding. You get a signing for him. And it's a great story for this team for the entire season, probably. And he's probably your, what, your Masterson? Is that the one where they each team nominates somebody? He's probably your Masterson nominee at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Is he coming back? I think so. Um, I just... I just, I think I said contract this. coming back or PTO coming back. PTO everybody. Ah, uh, one year seven or fifty k. Like if it's gonna happen, I think. Um, or maybe yeah, maybe you PTO them and and have some extra competition in camp. Like, ah, uh, I don't know. I'm just torn on it because I always worry about these things not ending the way you want them to. The intriguing part about Gagne is that last season he was actually a really really solid bottom six, even at times middle six guy for the Detroit Red Wings. He can help you out on your second power play unit. You know, maybe he can fill in down the middle and on the wing. And also I found this interesting. He led the Red Wings in penalty kill time on ice last season. All players, 190 minutes. No Oilers forward killed that much time other than Derek Broussard. That's a joke. No Oilers forward (laughs) killed that much or spent that much time on the PK. Um, So I think that's He's a multifaceted, multi-tooled bottom six winger. I think anytime you can get a guy like that, he scored 33 points last year and like 29 of them or 31 of them or something were at even strength. Like he's coming off a really good year. And if you can get that guy for, again, close to league minimum, I like the move. Are you playing him over Devin Shore? Yeah, maybe there's a fit there. Like they do kind of have that one spot open on their fourth line next to Yanmark and Ryan where it's like, yeah, maybe they need like a skilled bottom six guy. I'm just really glad that you and your partner saw it through like that third date where you were like, ah, this could go poorly. And I don't know if I want to do it. (laughs) But you went through it and you fought through it anyways. And we're going to fight through it with Sam Gagne. See, but that's almost my concern is like, if you're holding, like if he comes here and he's not good, do you, yeah, you, that's, do yeah. you hold you on to be able to too cut long bait. because it's Sam Gagne? And that's always that's the fair. concern with these things. I think I shared that take on our last part. I don't remember, but that, that'd be my concerns. There's that you, you would hold on to it too long and this won't go as well as we think it will. But I actually like looking at the player and removing his name, Sam Gagne. I actually look at this and kind of go like, I, I wouldn't mind it at all. It makes sense. Who would you, we, who would you rather have Sam Gagne at 750 K or Phil Kessel at 1.25? Don't make me say it. I think I feel safer at Sam Gagne. Don't make I just feel like it. he's got a more well-rounded game for the, the role that we're going to want to play. <laughs> whereas me. I don't know how well Phil is going to handle that. <laughs> That's eight minutes a game type of thing. And if you, even if he does, how how well is he going to play in that eight minutes? He's not used to doing that, right? Yeah, they're totally different roles, so it's probably not that's, even a fair question. That's where the tough part comes in, is then you're sliding everybody down the right-hand side of the chart, and we don't really have that role filled anymore. And one thing I was going to say, too, is like, you know, the when we lost a Matt Hendricks type from this team, everybody was clamoring for that, that type of veteran leadership to come back. And I know, like we've mentioned before, Sam's not even that old, but he has been around for a few years. And so I, I feel like it's an element to this team that we lost with Duncan Keith, and maybe we can get it back with Sam Gagne. 
No, but they have it within the players and the organization. Now the McDavid's are there, the Leons are there, the, the nurse is there. You got Hyman, you got Nuge, you got all that, all that funny stuff now. I don't think it would be the worst though to have a guy who bleeds blue and orange coming back, and he can mm-hmm. show what it means to be an Edmonton Oiler, and he can kind of connect eras. Does it matter? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just talking out loud here. Yeah, I don't know. Sam Gagne. Always remember the shootout goals, pal. Always. Maybe we'll see you again. Maybe. Had a good year last year in Detroit. DC a really solid season. He can be the replacement, you, the shootout replacement. Could you get out of? Uh, could you get out of say the Slater Cuckoo contract and give him that one? Yeah, you can bury the Slater Cuckoo deal though. Yeah. So that's fine. Uh, by comparison, since just we brought up his name and Gene Principe said plan B was Phil Kessel last year in 82 games with the Coyotes. Phil put in only eight goals, which is a career low for him, uh, but 44 assists, 52 points overall. Was so it had- a shooting percentage like 4% or something like that? I don't know. Like four or five, something silly, silly, silly low. Well, then that's, uh, that's 4.6%. And the year before that, when he scored 20, it was 17.4%. He's a career 10.8% shooter. There's also reason to expect that coming to the Oilers and playing with a skilled centerman who puts him in better spots to succeed, Phil's shooting percentage could get closer to that 17% mark than his 10%. That's what I was going to say last year is, well, last year, the Coyotes were dreadfully bad. So, you know, who knows? We'll see. Either way, the Oilers still have a move to make. It seems like before the start of the season, we wait just as we have been for the last, Oh, what do you say, boys? Three, four weeks, something like that. There you go. I also want to, since we're talking now, I want to encourage you listeners to start submitting some questions for ask the idiots. I've got a nation HQ edition of ask the idiots today. I've got some questions from a couple of people around here, including myself. These are from Montana's. We're going to have some gift cards to give away Tyler. Yeah, next week we have gift cards to give away. And I think we might even have like multiple gift cards to give away. So pile in the Ask the Idiots questions for next Friday, August 26th. Let's get Montana's messy. Yeah. See how many racks of ribs you can have. Mm-hmm. And on the Real Life Podcast, we're giving away the chance to have uh, lunch with me, you, and Jay. And you have to come to the Nike outlet with me. And be thoroughly <laughs> disappointed by it. That's right. That's life. Montana's asked the idiots boys. So this first question, very important, came in from uh, one of our long-term staffers. Rick, what is the best Avril Lavigne song? It's asked specifically to me? Nope. This is, you're just up first. Oh, oh yeah. First. It's specific to you, Rick. <laughs> I was, I was, I'm like, yeah. Cause I was like, Rick, what is that? I'm like, whoa, what's your personal deep track Avril? Let's go. I don't know if I could tell you one name of a song. I could tell you like, I know the song while it's playing, but Cop I don't know. It. I just, dude, no, that's for real. That's, that's so much musical. Are you ridiculous. just a skater boy? Said, see you and later, boy. She said, see you later, boy. See, yeah. See, I would not have come he up with that punk, name off my head, but the song started, I could probably sing half of it. What more can I say? That's the answer. Nation Dan, best Avril Lavigne song. Skater boy, for sure. Tyler's going to girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm going to girlfriend. Play only eight seconds of it. Stop right there. Stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, To finish it off. Only play the preview. uh, The best song is What the Hell by Avril Lavigne. Great jam. Huge jam. Tyler's going to look for it real quick, I think. So I'm just going to vamp a couple of seconds. Again, this question came in from Zach Lang. He is ineligible to win the GC from Montana's. Well, maybe not. Tyler's working. This is such a good... (laughs) This is going well. (laughs) Uh, uh, Question number two, Tyler. What is the most elite summer beverage to conquer all others? Hmm. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go with this one. It can be alcoholic or not. doesn't matter. Uh... I, this is a joy I've started to experience again in my life recently. The post lawn mowing beer. Don't matter what it is. Cold sitting there looking at a fresh cut lawn. Your hands are like gross and green from like we're doing everything you need to do. And you're just sitting there having a cold beer. That is an elite beer. Uh, do you have Tyler cuts grass with his hands? Yes. Says duly noted. Do you have a beer pick or just any beer? Um, like I, I, I dabble around a lot. Mm, uh, I most, I more recently, I like good beer in a glass bottle on a hot day. Always hits a little bit sure, differently. Sure. I've the land shark 
They come with like a yellow label in a bottle. They're very tasty. Wow. I would also counter with, if we're going to just talk about best beer after, mm-hmm. in Toronto, shower beers. Mm-hmm. When you're going out to do something, you're getting yeah. ready, getting ready shower beer. You got the hype going a little bit. Mm-hmm. Bets have been placed. Yeah. Time to go. Nation Dan, the most elite summer beverage to conquer all others. It's uh, a slush from any one of your, you know, various retailers flavor. around the city. Flavor. Uh, flavor is cola, a cola in nature. Okay. And then you take a splash of Long Island iced tea mix and you just add that in there and it makes a delightful little uh, boozy slush. Oh, that sounds really nice. And that is nice. Rick, elite summer drink. Well, you guys took the two options of the beers there. So I'm going to say it's like that third vodka soda. You've already, you know, the first one, it's a little vodka-y, so you got to get over that. Now the second one, you're a little bit used to that. The third one, you're feeling nice. It tastes real crisp, and it goes down real nice, a little bit of lime. So it's a third of vodka soda. On the pint patio. Let's go. I'm going to say, at the airport, the first Caesar before I get on the plane. Mm. Mm. Friday, heading to Toronto, that was at about five in the morning, but it was delicious and I was pumped on it. So there you go. That was questioned by me. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Lastly, if you had the choice, you get an A or a B, Tyler, mm-hmm. Goudreau and Kachuk or Hubert O'Cadre Weaker. Oh man. Oh, that's so tough. Uh, it's hard because there's so much more context needed to that. But like if I'm starting a team, and their contracts are what they currently are. Mm-hmm. And this is just, I'm starting from scratch. I am not the GM of the Flames. I'm just starting from scratch. You're giving me box A or box B. In that scenario, I would go with box B. So Hubert O'Cadre Weger for yes, Tyler. Yes. Nation Dan, box A or box B? Oh, you go box A every time. Both those guys hate Calgary just as much as I do. And so they're on my team. <laughs> That's, uh, I'll take that answer. Rick? Okay. <laughs> I like his reasoning more, but I'm on team A here. I just, I, I honestly think if I had to pick one player out of all five, it's going to be Kachuk. And then it's a toss up between Gaudreau and Huberto. Um, and I think that Kadri and Weger are just far enough down that uh, having the strength of the two top end guys in, in box A there is good enough. I will go with, hmm. it's a hard question. It is a hard question. I'm going to go. Hmm. I'm going to go box B. Go with what the flames don't have. I'm going to go with box B just because I think Uyghurs like the fact that they also got him as part of that Huberto deal. Yeah. Uyghurs so good. Uyghurs really good. So I guess I'll go with that one. All right. Uh, last question. Ask the idiots. What movie does everyone love that you hate Tyler? Everyone loves it. I hate it. I watched like this was a few years ago yet. I was like, okay, I've never seen Star Wars. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to crush it. I watched them all. I did it in like the order that like you're supposed to or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of came away from it being like solid movies, but (laughs) come on. We don't need to like, they're good movies. Dan, what movie does everybody like that you hate? It's the Fast and the Furious series for me. Ooh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Great point. <laughs> they went from well, racing the first, the first one. The first one or two were okay. No. Then it just gets absolutely I, terrible. Yeah, I was, I was working shit, at the movie theaters when the first one came out, and I just, I just, I didn't buy in then, and then it just came, became like an unstoppable force that I just looked around and thought, who the hell is going to these things all the time? It, we're up at like what fourteen or fifteen now. Like, eh. anyways, Fast and the Furious. Rick, see, I'm not. I, I haven't seen a lot of the big ones, but one that I don't hate it. I just don't like it as much as everybody else does because everybody else blows it up. But it's Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. Yeah, I can see fair. that. I think everyone. Like, if you talk to people, they think it's the greatest thing in the world. And then, mom goes to college. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, there's some funny parts to it and all, but. I couldn't put up the whole thing. That's for sure. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, so me misses is she loves Harry Potter. And I told her that I haven't seen any of them. So she's like, Oh, well then we have to watch them all over the Christmas break in that like two week window where just time stands still. So I, I oh, begrudgingly agreed. 
after the first one, I'm like, this is so boring. I don't like wizards. I don't like any of this shit. I don't care about Quidditch. So I'm going to say the whole Harry Potter series. And to add in, uh, her brothers are probably listening to this. She only got me to watch one boys. We tapped up. You only watched one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Have you seen footage of like real life Quidditch? It is full contact and it is gnarly. They knock each other around. Actually on my way home, just, uh, just near Fox drive. There's a big sign up for Quidditch here in Edmonton right now. Hell yeah. So maybe we can play. So there you go. Ask the idiots for our friends at Montana's. Of course, we are going to get Montana's messy. The rib tour. If you see them around you in your area, in your city, go and have some ribs. Tyler did it at Rundle Park. How was it? Great. Oh yeah. That was a great little event. They had like uh, lawn games set up and all of that. And then free ribs as well. Montana's I'm excited to get back on Wednesday. What's not to like send your questions in for ask the idiots. Cause you know who won a GC? Nobody, not one of you, not one. <laughs> Submit your questions. I'll see you this for next week. Next week, and we'll give away some Montana's GCs. Uh, looking ahead here. We got to be getting close to some new stuff happening, don't we? Today is October, uh, August 18th as we're recording. It's Thursday. We released it Friday morning, but we're a month away from the Oilers' first preseason. A month and a week. Yeah, so like the next two weeks are going to be silent. But then the boys start rolling back into town. That's always exciting. I look and then we'll, to yeah, then we'll get going again. But next to the, the rest of August is going to suck. We'll probably have some more Jersey stuff leak out, I would imagine. Yeah, like there'll be Jersey leaks and probably like a couple. It's like going to be that third one, though, and it's not going to be as good as everybody wants it to be. You don't think so? But it's something. Uh, I, I saw a sneak peek of it two days ago. Uh, I don't know if it's a legit one or not, but I saw it. And it, I don't know. Was it? It wasn't the one on Twitter, right? It's not that orange one. I know that. I'll drop it in our yeah. group text, and you can tell me if it's real. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, uh, I haven't seen a whole lot that I'm going to like out of it. I don't think. You know what? I'll do that now while we're recording, so I can just get some reactions from you boys. But I um, saw that orange one floating around on Twitter and Instagram, and it's not that, from what I understand, because that and that was hideous. Um, I yeah, don't know. I, I've never been the biggest McFarland jersey fan ever. I, I always think that it's very similar to like the OG Anaheim Ducks jerseys where people only like them because they're ridiculous and different, not because they're actually uh-huh. like an aesthetically pleasing jersey. So this then could be a fake one is what you're saying. Just tr- check your phones here, boys. It's going to be dropped in there in two seconds. No, <laughs> see, that's what I think. That's what I've heard. It's going to be like, actually, like, I think that could Same, be that's very- the one I was shown. So that's, yeah. that's, I got leaked. I got sent that one. Yeah. Like that one at least yeah. has the Navy base to it. Yeah. Um, not to give away the whole dang Jersey, but like that looks okay. But even then, um, I, I'm not, but you stretched out that. Okay. To make, to make the Jersey feel good about itself. Yeah. I am just so happy. The Royal blues are back though. So I'm not going to complain about the third. Yep. I was going to say the yep. part of that that tells me that that's more legit than not is that that silver looks very similar to what the old original silver on the uh, on the metal looked like on the original jersey. So we'll see, boys. We'll see how right me sources are on this one. You know, Tyler, it's time to get your buttons ready. But first, let's break for an ad. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That always cracks us up in studio when we need to like be silent for nine or nine tenths of a second. It's just, yeah, I think it was just because bag milk was like, let's keep rolling. And you're like, hold on. No, you don't. Tyler gets excited about his ad placements. For our friends at Twig and Berries, if you use the promo code NATION15, you will get a discount on your order. And if you go to twigandberries.ca, they got their wheel out again, Tyler. You give her a spin, you can get yourself a discount. There's good stuff in there. And I'm just looking at a couple of handsome pictures of bearded Brad right here on the front screen mm. or on the home screen. Mm. Twickenberries.ca or head on out to St. Albert and check them out in store. In store. Got it? Good. Of course you do. We start off with our veggies every week, meaning looking at the last week of our lives, maybe something that didn't go so well. Can be sports, could be anything. Could be Manti Teo finding out that his girlfriend does not exist. I watched the first 15 <laughs> minutes of that yesterday. They hit you with quite the curveball early on in that oh, yeah. show. Dude, like in the was first, it? like the first scene, I didn't know what the hell was going on. It is. Intense. Is that surprising to you guys? Yeah. So I remember that vividly. But have you watched it yet, Dan? But not that I didn't yeah. know that much information yeah. about it. So I knew oh, the I basics. Did. I, I knew the why. Cole's notes. So a lot of it was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway. That has nothing. It was to early. That was like early days of sports TMZ, like sports style TMZ. And I remember like specifically, of course, I worked for the sports statistics company and I remember working overnight a couple of times when it was like when it first broke really? and man, like you just watched a guy's career just get dismantled. I, I just remember that was not early Twitter days, but that was early Twitter popular days when yeah. Like yeah. the masses were on Twitter. Yeah. And that was like the first run of like a sporting event led by thousands of memes about that sporting event. Right. Like that kind of happens yeah. once a month now in the sporting world where something's yes. like the center of attention, every fan base, every sports fan is like mocking it or chiming in on it. And that Manti Teo one for me is like the first time that like happened on Twitter. Can I ask why you only watch 15 minutes? I fell asleep. Oh, nice. I, it was late at night. I was like, oh, I want to start watching it at a quarter after eight. <laughs> yeah, a quarter it's, after eight. It's, it's a slow it's thing down. anyways. It was it's got a real forty. <laughs> <Rick. laughs> I was only planning on watching the first episode the other night. And I just like, nope, got to get the second one in. Weird. Super weird. Anyway, has nothing to do with anything. We are talking twig and berries and we are talking cold performers of the week. Nation Dan, I'm looking at you first. Your twig and berries cold form of the week. My cold performer of the week is just going to be simple. It's Stephen Kwan, and it's because it's for the kids, Stephen, and you forgot that. So, Stephen Kwan, you get my cold performer of the week. That's a joke. That's an absolute joke is what it is. If you know, you know. Tyler, your Twig and Berries cold performer of the week. Uh, I'm going to give it to the way the Toronto Blue Jays played when we were in Toronto. <laughs> that trip was so much dang fun. We had great times all around, but then the Jays went on to piss their pants at every opportunity that weekend, not even covering the run line in their one win, only scoring like four runs the entire weekend, wildly disappointing by the Toronto Blue Jays. And for that, they get my cold performer of the week. Are you thrilled? I'm not. Mm-mm. Rick, you're Twig and Barry's cold performer of the week. Hey, just for the record here, the, the trade for Monaghan is Monaghan in the conditional first in 2025 in exchange for future considerations. Oh, that's that's not that bad. It's a long ways away. It's amazing that we're just selling <laughs> off picks way down well, the line. Like, whatever. This just backs up the whole Brad Tree Living doesn't give a shit about the future. The man's yes. trying to keep his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I just like, how the, yeah, you just get rid of a contract that easily. Yeah, he's just like, will I be here by 2025? Who knows? Whatever. Let's go. Fell to the floor. That's Rick. a lot of years from now, man. That seems like a long ways away. All right, I'm just gonna say it's it's the uh, the week coming up here. This the dead time in the NHL. Not much will happen here. We're too far into the summer and too close to the uh, to the start of the regular season or the start of the training camp. But nothing really happens this time of year. So all that's happening is a bunch of baseless rumors, and it's just uh, it's fun to watch, but it's kind of more annoying to watch anything else. So just this dead time of the summer. I'm upset. Uh, I didn't see Drake in Toronto. Problem one. Two, my cold performer of the week to tack on to what Tyler said, my betting game this weekend, outside of a small glimmer of hope after TFC on Saturday night, <laughs> could not have gotten much worse. So my betting game in Toronto, again, you show up Friday, you land in Toronto, quick beer, quick lunch, off to the Rogers Center to watch the Jays. Everybody's excited. 
unit size gets inflated a little bit. That just kind of set the tone for what was to come again outside of TFC. So my betting game is my cold performer of the week. Let's wrap up this year podcast on a positive note, Tyler, with your Twig and Berries hot performer of the week. Ryan Denis won the auction to golf with myself, Jay and Chalmers at tomorrow's Oilers Nation Open. He gave a lot of money to charity for that. He's an outstanding individual. And then today he texts me and says, I've bought you guys matching hats for us for the open. They They look look sweet. We are going to look good. Shout out to Ryan for being good for charity and a good golf teammate. Can't wait to golf with you, Ryan. The big guy is smoking hot. Rick. He's getting the hole in one tomorrow. Oh, if he gets it with you while you're all wearing the hats he bought. (laughs) And I'll get a hat. (laughs) It'll be He'll probably sign up for you too, though. Yeah, it'd be perfect to puke in when you lose your truck. Uh, (laughs) Rick, your Twickenberry Hop from the Week. Uh, We're going to give it to the Team Czechia for their big win over the USA last night. Everyone's talked about the United States and their World Junior team and how strong and how tough they are. And Czechia came in there and kind of just beat them. You know, they got up by a couple, shut the door and didn't let them back in. So it's nice to see the, uh, those young kids, they had a big victory in front of, unfortunately, a very small crowd. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Nation Dan, your Twig and Berries hot performer of the week. I'm going to see if I can do this, all these names in one breath. <sighs> Eli, Connor, Robert, Jen, Turbo, Nixon, Aaron, Les, Randall, Patrick, Jim, Matthew, Mandy, Terry, Jessica, Catherine, Sarah, Cameron, and Brad. All the people that came on the uh, nation vacation to Toronto with us made it a wonderful trip, uh, as well as uh, Thai Guy, Bag Milk, Jay, and Jared. Uh, wonderful trip, great time. A huge blast. So of those 23 names that I listed, you guys get my hot performer of the week. Put some respect on my name. Was Terry on that list? Shout out to Terry. Terry was on the list for sure. Yeah. He deserves an honorary mention. He just appeared like a phantom and I loved it. <laughs> Who knows where he was going? All right. My Twig and Berry's hot performer of the week. I'm going to give it to Rick because you made me laugh out loud while we were gone on our trip. When I looked at your Instagram story and you were in IV recovery mode, it made me laugh out loud. I respected it. I love it. I know exactly what kind of night you guys must have had before. Rick is my hot performer of the week. God damn it. Come on. Pour it on. That's what I wanted. <laughs> How was it? You feel, feel fresh after that? I know I was going to need a lot more help than that. But to be honest with you, we're going to need about 17 of those the next day. So as bad as I felt on Saturday, Sunday was Sunday was much, much worse. (laughs) I wish you would have been with us to see Tyler on uh, Monday morning before we went to the airport. He looked like he he looked like somebody hit him with a truck. Yeah. Yeah. His truck. Well, it won't be his truck as of tomorrow. Oh, enjoy it while you can, Tyler. Point. I won't enjoy it while you can. Are you gonna take? Are you gonna get it washed tonight? Are you gonna get it cleaned up for him? Yeah, I did. I need to go get it washed. <laughs> yeah, maybe vacuum out those crumbs you were telling us about earlier too. Yeah, well, that's on Jay. Like Jesus, <laughs> he can't get the vacuum going at three dollars. He doesn't have time for it. No, no, no. That's not included in the three dollar wash. Absolutely not. All right, there you go. Oilers Nation open coming up tomorrow, or I guess today, because you're listening to this today. Yeah. We recorded yesterday, Thursday. Got it? Good. Confused? So am I. But (laughs) shout out to all of you for listening. Shout out to the boys for being here. Again, thank you to everybody that came with us to Toronto this past week. It was an incredible weekend. First time we ever did a nation vacation in the summer. And boys, how do you... It went well. It was really, really good. I, I really hope we can do more of that in the future. Outside of the Jays, you know, Jaysing. Oh, Honorary hot performer of the week. The two dudes on Saturday that jumped over the right field wall and started fighting on the field. Yeah. That's a boss move. You don't see that often. And also, I think we should give a uh, little bit of love to Kyle Turris, who announced his retirement uh, over the course of the last week. He's going to move into the junior A world and be in a, a special assistant with a BCHL team. So a very solid career for one Kyle Turris. We'll never forget our positive shootout memories. You are a good oiler and we'll miss you. And with that, we are going to wrap up episode 218 of Oilers Nation Radio. Thank you to Oodle Noodle, DoorDash, Cornerstone Insurance, Montana's and Twig and Berries. Have a great weekend, everybody. All the best. Play with La Bamba for Ben. 
Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes, because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.